Hey Gospel Family, so today we are taking a break from this series of podcasts to create this resource, this prayer guide, as an, as an accompanying resource for a season of prayer and fasting. And so today, today we actually begin this season. It's a time of dedicated prayer and fasting for a move of God in and through our church and in our community. On Monday, May the 25th, 2020, a 46-year-old unarmed black man named George Floyd was arrested and then handcuffed and ended up on the ground with a white police officer's knee on the back of his neck for at least eight minutes. Floyd said repeatedly, I can't breathe, and eventually he became unresponsive. EMTs arrived, and Floyd was taken to a hospital where he was pronounced dead. And so we have another video of the public killing of an unarmed black man while in police custody. Around this, a cultural firestorm quickly erupted, one that's carrying even into today with protests, with riots, with grieving, with anger, and also with indifference. As a church, we want to grieve this loss. As a community, we grieve this loss. We grieve the circumstances. We grieve the death. We grieve the violence before, during, and after the moment of George Floyd's death. But also we recognize that, that could it be that the Lord is bringing a very real hope in the midst of loss, peace in the midst of the chaos. It seems that the hearts of a nation and the people of God may be more receptive to transformation than in times before. Could a move of reconciliation be on the horizon for this generation? King Jesus, let it be so. Every move of God comes when God's people commit themselves to extraordinary prayer. And almost invariably, the kind of prayers are prayers of confession and turning from the ways of the flesh, what the Bible calls repentance. And the psalmist captures the joy of confession and healing in Psalm chapter 32. How joyful is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. How joyful is a person whom the Lord does not charge with iniquity and in whose spirit is no deceit. But when I kept silent, my bones became brittle from groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy on me. My strength was drained as in the summer's heat. But then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not conceal my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. And you forgave the guilt of my sin. Therefore, let everyone who is faithful pray to you 
immediately. When great floodwaters come, they will not reach him. You are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with joyful shouts of deliverance. I will instruct you and show you the way, says the Lord. With my eye on you, I will give you counsel. Do not be like a horse or a mule without understanding that must be controlled with a bit and a bridle to make it go where you need it to go. Many pains come to the wicked, but the one who trusts in the Lord will have faithful love surrounding him forever. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, you righteous ones. Shout for joy, all you upright in heart. We join the psalmist now in crying out for a move of God by starting with acknowledging sin in our lives and its effects on our lives and in the world around us, and right now turning to God in repentance. So as we pray together, and we'll pause and say out loud in between each section, Lord, have mercy. Jesus, I acknowledge the ways I have not loved you and my neighbors with my whole heart, soul, mind, and strength. This is the end of humanity as all of the glory of God and humankind is caught up in the spending of oneself in love for God and neighbor, and I know that I often fall woefully short. We say together, Lord, have mercy. For the times I have reacted in offense instead of inclining my ear to listen, Lord, have mercy. When I have ignored brothers and sisters in pain and in loneliness, we say, Lord, have mercy. For when I have lived as if you, Lord, do not exist, as if there was no cross, no tomb, no Easter, no ascension, no spirit, and no church, as if all there was were the tasks or temptations in front of me and some sort of dream existence somewhere on the other side of more money, more friends, more of this and more of that. For this we pray, Lord, have mercy. Let us slow down enough to love you and love our neighbor. Let us see your love for us, know it and feel it deeply, and let that love flow through our heart, soul, mind, and strength to our neighbors, all of our neighbors. For this we pray, Lord, have mercy. Jesus, keep me from judging my neighbors when I have not yet shared in their experience. For those I do not understand, or whose eyes through which I have never seen, grant me greater empathy. For this we pray, Lord, have mercy. To my neighbors, let me listen until I can love. Only then, let me speak. Even then, let me speak as if I were speaking the very words of God. For this we pray, Lord, have mercy. What I pray for in the end 
is for the gospel-centered, spirit-wrought motivation to be an ambassador of reconciliation in this city. Let me no longer regard my red or blue neighbors according to the flesh. Let me no longer see my rich or poor neighbors according to the flesh. Let me no longer see my black, brown, or white neighbors according to the flesh, but now according to the gospel of Jesus Christ. For this we cry out, Lord, have mercy. And fuel this ministry of reconciliation with the only sustainable source, the glorious gospel of King Jesus, in whose name we pray. And everybody said together, Amen. This has been a production of Gospel Community Church. I'm Brenton Lehman, and I'm the teaching and discipleship pastor at our Rivermont congregation. And if you like what you hear, then please subscribe to our podcast and give us your comments. If you want to reach out to us directly, then you can email us at info at gospelcc.org.